Hello and welcome to SSCS Chip Chat. I'm your host, Satya Mishra. And today my guest is Dr. Yan Lees. He is the VP of Design Engineering at Western Digital. She is an expert in NAND Flash. And she took a rather circuitous route to get to where she is. So we talk about the importance of perseverance in your career and how to find a good mentor. Also, we talk about building a good team and finding talent in unlikely places. Hello, Dr. Lee. Welcome to SSCS Chip Chat. And thanks for making time for us. Oh, you're welcome. It's my privilege. If you've ever heard um, the SSCS Chip Chat podcast, I usually start with uh, a little bit of background about my guests. And as I understand, you had a pretty unusual um, childhood where you, um, you know, you 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 grew up in in China uh, just as the Cultural Revolution was ending, and you ended up going to uh, one of the top universities in China. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, uh, it it is a very unique experience. Maybe my generation have in China have a similar. Uh, experience. So I was born in China. Shandong province is uh, northern China. Um, actually, I wasn't really do any, uh, like uh, lots of parents right now is very keen into the kindergarten education. But uh, I think my education of before 10 years old is just running around to play with the uh, friends. So it's, I have a very happy childhood. I wasn't really aware of any cultural revolution happening. But I, I was also the lucky generation that uh, by the time I was 10 years old, the, the cultural revolution ended. So they resumed all the uh, education and exams. And I was able to take the exam uh, to get into very good uh, junior high and high school. So, but uh, my father is really the the force of pushing me to uh, study very hard. I was very good at math too at the young age, and uh, you know, doing all these uh, algebra problems and mm. uh, geometry problems. And so, my father wanted me to get into college early. So I studied very hard and mostly self-study all the classes and. And to be able to crash through the the junior uh, high and high school in three years. Wow, um, that's <laughs> that's a very fast speed. And so I was able to get into college uh, by the age of sixteen. Um, so I went to the uh, University of Science and Technology in Hefei, which is uh, one of the best. I would say the atmosphere there and even now is similar to Caltech. It's very competitive. Everybody think they are genius and uh, <laughs> the, they are genius. They are genius. And, uh, <laughs> they are genius. I still have lots of friends um, uh, from college days. Um, they, they debate. When they get together, they always debate debate about theory so not about the personal life so <laughs> so, uh, so it, it's very competitive college days and I remember I was young and and I maybe my you know I'm not genius and so also we have only 10% uh, students are women uh, so it's uh, it's a truly lots of pressure to catch up in my college years I never feel uh, I'm that good. Uh, is I'm also just feel like I'm a, just a mediocre uh, students among all the students in college. I think you're selling yourself short over there. Uh, 
zipping through you know <laughs> junior high and high in three years is is quite an achievement i think i i think um, uh, my strength is probably persevere so regardless of how hard the situation is or, or how much i'm behind i will try hard and just try to uh you know try to be um you know diligent and try to catch up with the uh, the people and the good thing is I always like the subject I study and so I'm very positive type and I never really look at the uh, the negative side and all all the my college days I, I feel I still enjoy many many subjects uh, in, in in college days so I would study physics uh, in, in college. Uh, because uh, everybody think the the physics is the 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 things that you can know everything. It's, yes. it's true. You can change your major to anything from physics. Yes. <laughs> you study. We study lots of electrical and uh, also lots of magnetic stuff and um, you know solid state stuff and mm -hmm. uh, all the subject is very interesting to me. Yeah, I, c I can relate to that. I think. Um even in India, um, most engineering colleges have, it's changing now, but at, at least in my time, the engineering colleges had very few women and I have no idea mm. what they went through to, to make mm -hmm. it through there, but they did. Um, mm. And um, yeah, and physics was definitely one of my uh, subjects that I wanted to study as well. It was like, oh, mm. you, once you do physics, you can do anything. So I, I can certainly uh, see the appeal there. So, but I have to say in China, you know, yeah. in the historical China, yeah. the Chinese uh, women's uh, uh, position is much lower. I would say I was born in the right uh, age also. Mm. I, I can, you know, my grandmother is the feet still bonded. Um, you know, he, she doesn't have her own name. She only have her husband's name as her name. Wow. So it's oh, okay. like, uh, you see, there's a few, just in few generations. And uh, I would say Chinese women, I, I just read a uh, report recently, and actually Chinese women participation in the workplace is 70%, which is the highest in the world at this moment. So um, so I think in, in terms of a woman in, in, in China is encouraged to 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 go to college and to do well uh, in general that's also the revolution from chairman mao uh, make it happen and he said the woman is 50% uh, of the sky basically that's his slogan mm. but i think uh, um, you know the woman is intrinsically if you are capable it is encouraged to go to college to perform well okay. and we also very self-motivated in in that sense to do well okay that that's nice to hear i mean if, i had no idea that uh 70 percent of chinese women are now in the workforce that's uh yeah as you say that's probably the highest in the world even that's, the u.s doesn't yes, get there i think that, that's true um i mean uh yeah that that report is astonishing for me um so even even Europe or U.S. is about like sixty percent or fifty some percent. Yeah. Um, right now, it's uh, still you know Chinese woman uh, is uh, lots of I see a uh, lots of uh, uh, Chinese women still very motivated to get a higher degree and to do well in every category. So it's very encouraging still. 
but definitely we don't really get a special treatment in college, I would say. <laughs> and uh, very, I, I have a lot of classmates, very competitive, and they will beat you down. And, uh, you know, you have to stand up for yourself and to argue the case. So, so after uh, I graduate from uh, college, I ca- come to U.S. to uh, do my grad, uh, grad school. Yeah, so, so how, how, how did you decide on... Um like coming to the US instead of continuing in China or uh well um the you know back then i think there's a uh, it's not like right now there's lots of industry i think true. back then the industries all all the industries uh my true, prospect true. to yeah. stay in china is probably go to some uh like academia of science in in china to do some uh some uh high-end research or peer theoretical research and there's a very limited uh, mm-hmm. uh chance uh, to get a job in china back then is yeah. not having uh, any um like a private enterpri- enterprise right. uh, not mm-hmm. like right now yeah uh, right now there is a lot of opportunity inside china back mm-hmm. then is probably is uh, is is good to pursue uh, uh, you know go outside it's much more momentum but uh, even right now my school uh, the University of Science and Technology of China is still famous for their students going abroad study so okay. uh, the the short short name for uh, for my school is USTC mm-hmm. another translation of USTC is the US <laughs> training center <laughs> So, um, but but the, we have a, a lot of brilliant people uh, to come to the U.S. Even in the Bay Area, my alumni amounted to maybe five thousand. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, yeah. This this is uh, something maybe my school is encouraging everybody go out to explore what's out there and what's your capability and how you expand yourself. It's mm-hmm. it's good thing in some sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you was we're lucky to have you here. So, uh, yeah, let, tell us about how Lehigh was. I mean, I'm, it's a pretty small private university, right? Yes. So Lehigh was in uh, in Pennsylvania, is uh, uh, on the border of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, so you can go to New York City and you can go to Philadelphia. It's all like a one hour distance type of thing Mm -hmm. so lehigh is a very uh, very good private school and a very beautiful school also they have lots of like a stone building almost like a gothic type of uh, uh, buildings uh, from um, probably many years ago Mm -hmm. it's a very relaxed school uh, compared my college days because my college is such a competitive environment Uh, so i was a little mm, depressed in my college days but I feel much happier in uh, grad school because uh, I finally gained back my uh, confidence uh, you know there's lots of a good subject in, uh, in, in, in grad school and uh, I was study lots of material science which is similar to solid state physics and uh, Lehigh I would say is a good private school um, uh, but it's, the people there is uh, less competitive. It's probably uh, is the people going there is from all diff- all kinds of different backgrounds. Right. So um, I, I really enjoy the classes there, but um, I think I I did not choose the professor very wisely. 
because uh, I I chose uh, a very uh, famous uh, but uh, uh, on the way of a retiring kind kind of professor. So the topic for me is uh, not. It's not a very trendy pro, uh, topic. I did finish my PhD and I mean master and PhD in the six years, um, but I think the topic is uh, is not so hot. That's end up to be. Uh, I have a hard time to find a job uh, in the East Coast, and so um, and also my husband is also a PhD in uh, chemical physics. Okay. So he also have a hard time to find a job. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, we decided maybe it's the best way to come to Silicon Valley to looking for a job uh, because it's very hard to uh, find a university job for. Two PhDs, and uh, right. um, by the way, I do uh, take the uh, time uh, and to in in grad school get married and even have my first uh, son, first oh, wow. first first uh, <laughs> kid in, in grad school. And uh, um, I, I feel it, you know, it's uh, grad my school grad is too school easy, is, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little too easy, maybe. <laughs> so uh, I also feel, you know, there's a, a no better time to have a kid yeah. than when you get you always gonna be busy, and yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, you know. It's always uh, I, I never really stop uh, uh, working uh, even with the kids, so that's a good thing. Um, so we di- we moved to Silicon Valley um, in '96. Um, so there's a lots of uh, big uh, booming. Um, like a semiconductor back then, hardware right. is a very boomy. So yeah. lots of hiring. So, um, you know, we both get a job. My first job is not really that uh, satisfactory. It's a very much of a technician job. I always think that way because uh, uh, the P- the people with a PhD uh, always feels like they need to have a R&D job yeah. and have a very good topic but because of my training is a little bit uh, you know my thesis topic wasn't really that hot so I have to um, settle with uh, some uh, manual work uh, but this actually this first job even as a technician type of a job is leads me for my future opening for the other jobs because I feel the industry is very uh, prejudiced uh, against the you know, what kind of exactly education it is. Uh, but in reality, to be successful in a career, you need just uh, two things. Your capability, I mean, willing yep. to learn things, and your motivation right. of doing things well. So so I think, you know, um, so I, you know, I think even right now when I hiring people, I don't really look at, you know, are they, you know, are they double E major uh, or not? Uh, certainly we prefer double E major to do circuit design. But uh, in some sense, I hire my best performing person is actually she's from a math major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and it's just, uh, you know, I'm more open minded uh, than my coworkers in judging people um, for certain things. Um, so, because of my background, and um, after one year, I work in the, in the, in in the in the like a, a service lab to repair circuits. So I was hired by the Sandis to do some failure analysis. That's mm-hmm. my uh, the real job leading to my future job. 
So you were assembling packages or repairing packages? No, 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 I'm not a, a pair. I mean, I'm a repairing circuit. Circuits, okay. You know, so the circuit usually, you know, you have a bug, you need yeah. to repair it. Okay. So the 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 machine called the FIB machine, you oh, yeah, okay, yeah, cut, okay. Cut okay. the wire okay. and connect the wire. Yeah. So so that's my first, uh, uh, you know, taste of you know circuit design. Okay. Uh, although I was just repairing the circuits. Yeah. But th- that's op- my opening, actually. Uh, even back then, uh, you know, Marvel, you know, even the founder of Marvel, they tried to do some circuit. They, I, I met him and repaired the circuit for him. He mm. actually, he's a founder, but he personally bring the chip to repair it because that's <laughs> how urgent to deliver a sample yeah. to customer yeah. uh, in, in a small company. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, actually, I met, you know, uh, I get into Sandis also because, um, you know, my first boss in Sandis is actually one of my customer. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talk, and he's a very open-minded person. So, and he know that I'm I'm very motivated person, mm-hmm. and also I'm very quick to learning things. And and he he decipher basically he know the good quality in me. So he said, you know, I'm gonna hire you if everybody look at your. What you study as a PG, they don't want the the mismatching people. But you know, he's saying, "I gonna, I just need your capabilities." So you need somebody to recognize you in some circumstances to really bring you to the field. So I, I really very thankful for my first boss in in, in Sandisk that uh, he recognized the quality in me. Uh, so he hired me. You know, this is the beginning of my <clears throat> career in Sandisk. So I feel, um, you know, one thing to all the people who uh, have a frustrating experience of finding job is don't give up because the things uh, like, you know, I could just look back in my old, like uh, look at back this way. So. Actually, this job is uh, very suitable for me and also give me long-term growth. And the Sandis itself is very, uh, very good company to catch the, the company in 1997, 1998. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back then I was, you know, apply Intel, apply in AMD. They are also doing flash memory, um, but they don't want me because, you know, I don't know anybody or something. Yeah. In the hindsight, actually, you know, if I get a job in Intel, I may not really grow as much as I in uh, Sandis. So it's uh, sometimes uh, frustrating experience may not leading to uh, a bad ending. Actually, I would say is my frustrating experience looking for a job actually and lent me a very good job, a very good career prospect, and and our human. Uh, you know, future looking is really limited. Yeah. So sometimes uh, it, it's sometimes is a little luck also, but uh, it's just being persevere, yeah, not giving exactly. up. And in the in a very frustrating experience, just uh, keep going. That's the key. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You have to be um, working diligently, and eventually, opportunity shows. Yes. Shows itself. Yes. 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 Yeah. So Sandisk is, uh, you know, Sandisk is a household name. They they make uh, memory and um, um, solid state disks these days, I guess. 
Yes, yes. Well, we we used to when I joined Sandisk actually is a Norflash company. You mm-hmm. know, Norflash was made by Intel, Mnemonics, and uh, AMD expansion. But they all go out of business by now. <laughs> so what's Norflash? And Norflash is uh, you know the drain. You know everybody do transistor is know that. Uh, nor flashes have a contact on Drian source. So each individual memory cell, um, you know, um, can be program erased. So-called a flash is you have, um, you, you is a non-volatile memory. So you, when you pull out your power, is still the memory stays. Yeah. That's called the flash memory. Right. The NOR versus the NAND is, uh, you know, the NOR is uh, a drain source all have contact. And the NAND is drain source doesn't have a contact. Only the edge transistor have a contact. So you chain it to be NAND logic. Okay. That's the difference between NOR and NAND. So the NOR is very hard to scaling. That's why uh, lots of NOR company go out of business. Mm. But the NAND is scaling dramatically uh, over the years. And then we go from 2D NAND to 3D NAND. Now we still scaling, Have still have a way to go. And also uh, we are really growing uh, not, you know, at the beginning, I joined the company. Nobody know what's the usage of a flash. Nobody know, do we have a culture? Uh, do we have a future? Yeah. But since the, you know, you the first of all is iPod, you know. Yeah. Apple introduced iPod. They start using the flash. And then later on, the iPhone, uh, they have to use uh, lots of memory to record the video, record the, you know, uh, you know, take a picture. That's the big booming years for us. That's like a 2006 or 2007. We start really, really grow dramatically because this iPhone leading all the smartphones have mm. uh, lots of memories. So, you know, right now the phone, regardless which smartphone you buy, and the, the price is depends on the flash memory uh, capacity. Right. Not depends on, uh, you know, not much depends on the phone features. Phone features distinction only they de- de- distinguish themselves with the capacity of the flash. So you can see how we grow as a company is so much rely on the application side. Actually, SSD is still growing, but uh, uh, in the public, everybody knows a smartphone uses lots of flash and. Mm. And we do make uh, lots of SSDs, like a laptop or, or in the data center, but that's more remote. You don't see it yeah. as clearly as every day you use a, um, you know, iPhone, take a picture, take a video. Hmm. So, um, so that's uh, the the case. So the phone is still the bigger market compared to SSDs. Uh no, Not actually, really, right? in SSDs terms should of, be bigger. Uh, uh, it's in terms of revenue, yeah, SSD getting growing bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, so the phone is, is still big market, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, consume lots of flash. Right. So maybe we should uh, talk about a little bit my career growth in yeah, Sandisk, sure. yeah. how I, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so I think the, the, the key for people, the young people uh, looking at the career go- growth is, uh, um, Certainly, like you said, is need the opportunity, and uh, um, and uh, I, I think what it is is also I think we have to 
step up. I mean, if there is an opportunity, just being daring to step up. So that's my uh, the the takeaway from from my career path. So my opportunity comes when we uh, joint venture, like a Sandy's joint venture with the Toshiba, mm-hmm. and we need a lots of a NAND designer, and we don't have a NAND designer. We we probably cannot hire high, uh, fast enough. So I just step up to say, let me do be a designer. I I can do the design. So um so as you know, I introduce myself and have, go through the failure analysis stage, right. and I probed a lots of you know failure analysis is about diagnose the circuit for yeah. failure. Yep. But during the time I'm diagnosed for failure, I learned so much on the circuit. Also, it depends on your self-study. I mean, i very good at self-study. I read lots of books, lots of technical books and try to learn myself. Mm-hmm. And also there's lots of classes you can take online now. So learning always good. So by the time there is opportunity saying they need a more designer, I'm already ready for that. So I already study all, all the circuit design by myself and and logic design is very simple for me because I did a lots of programming in my college grad school days and I'm very good at math and the logic thinking is natural for me. So the first thing I did uh, is jump into the design and the volunteer to do things like uh, I volunteer to do uh, lots of things uh, which may be a little bit beyond my uh, capability to start with. Right. But I'm learning from everybody. And, and, you know, I copy their simulation environment. I'm asking people how to do this and that. And very fast, if you take a uh, responsibility and you learn very fast. Yeah. And by the time, you know, I finish my first chip design, and I already go through, uh, I'm, I'm owning the big module. I mean, for example, you know, we have a logic circuit, we have analog circuit. I'm taking over the whole uh, logic circuit uh, for, for my first design. Even my first design chip, I'm, I'm just uh, doing all the logic uh, design. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's the brain of of the chip, that right. how you control this, how you control that. And even the, the sensor fire, which is a sensing the cell and which is a partial analog, partial digital, I'm able to be involved with uh, lots of things. So I think the first step to, you know, jump into uh, get yourself uh, really have fast growth is being very daring to jump into the pro, uh, the responsibility you feel you are not 100% sure so this is a something somebody told me women is being too cautious sometimes they don't want to jump into something that they feel is not 100% sure yeah so i would say you know be daring just uh, expand yourself even you're not 100% sure you know you have a friend you can ask just take the responsibility you will learn much more then you just be comfortable with it. So this is the first thing I did to jump into a own a big module. And then the second chip we make, I'm already a program manager because I know all the things that involve with the chip. Mm. So, and then the other big jump is, um, you know, for me is we are doing the two bits per cell. You know, you, one physical cell, you can do uh, two bits 
uh, yeah. which is two, two states. Yeah. And and we tried to do three bits per cell, um, you know. Yeah. And by that time, um, I also volunteer myself. I say, I'm going to do, do this chip, even though nobody else did it before. Mm-hmm. So I want to lead the team to do this chip. Yeah. So um, this is another opportunity to really lead me to, to do this uh, industrial first. Nobody right. ever did it. You have to really think about what's new you need to add in to ensure the success of the chip. Mm-hmm. So I, I think overall my growth in this company is being daring to really jump into uh, responsibility. Maybe you have to stretch yourself. You have yeah. to learn. So I think that's the major uh, you know, um, takeaway. I want the people also um learn this way I mean be daring when yeah. you have uh, opportunity mm-hmm. jump on it and you you can soliciting lots of help to learn um, but definitely there is some frustration if you feel you know you are stretch yourself yeah and you have to devote a lot of time to learn yeah and um, but you know lots of things is as long as you have a learning capability and you keep learning, you keep uh, diving the the things that you know you need to dive in is always you can solve the problem so i i think for me probably technically i'm uh, very able to dive dive in and learn things fast okay. but certainly i have to tell you my current <laughs> uh, learning uh, i'm i'm still learning after so many years and my current learning probably is more on the human side. And yes. so technical side, <laughs> I feel I'm more competent. I know I can learn things. Uh, even some, some, I'm still keep learning. Um, uh, I'm learning more um, the new field that I'm not familiar. But uh, as you grown up in the managerial level, you will yes. see you have to decipher human much yes. more, which I'm not really very well trained. Uh, you know, you can look at my experience. I'm jumping through so many schools so fast and <laughs> most time uh, focus on study. I wasn't really have capability of dealing people to begin with, but you will learn. And yeah. uh, as you take a responsibility to to in charge with more people, mm-hmm. especially right now, we are facing lots of attrition problem. Right. So I feel there's lots of learning there. I'm learning every day how to, you know, understand what the people worried about and how to get closer to people uh, to really motivate them and uh, to inspire them. Uh, so this is really um is you know the learning is never ending. So. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've been uh, finding out as as one progresses in one's career. It's just people become a lot more important to to understand. Mm. And, yes. Uh, do you have any advice for like early career man- managers who might be just starting out managing a team that what they should focus on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I introduced a couple of books for people to read uh, when I was giving the uh, sharing my experience in one of the launch women in circuit launching meeting. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, 
I would say everybody can learn uh, the skill sets, but I'm uh, always uh, a bookworm. So I always start from a book. So how can I have a foundation, how to do things? Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, a uh, few good books I will introduce. Uh, uh, one is the leadership challenge. They talk about when you're leading a new team mm -hmm. and what you you do and you have to build the trust and uh, build the uh, vision and uh, how to lead in the team so leadership challenge is a very good book um, but dealing with the uh, you know conflict and difficult subject i would recommend the crucial conversation uh, you try to uh, you know even in a difficult time how you conditioning your your statement to make sure uh, you will focus on Uh, the the results rather than uh, diving emotionally. So I would say you know another thing. Maybe I'm show. I mean I'm maybe a little bit biased, but that's my observation. Uh, I think uh, woman manager uh, or woman engineer, um, you know, uh, compared with the guys, uh, you know. Uh, as I said, one thing is very cautious, taking on responsibility. The other thing I observe is uh, tends to be too emotional dealing with a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, like this crucial conversation will teach you how to calm down, realize what you really want as a result. Not diving, to, not response to too much emotional conflict, but focus on results. Mm -hmm. um, focus on what you want to get out of this conversation. So I think this really teach me to be more focused on the results rather than focus on, uh, you know, nitty gritty emotional trigger. So to stay calm, to stay uh, rational, to stay uh, on the course of what you really want to get out is really important. Uh, I feel, I, I you know, I, I have some woman uh, co-worker and also some people report to me. Um, I, I feel that's the thing could be very challenging for women uh, because we tend to be emotional uh, or feels like uh, people attacking us, uh, you know. But sometimes you have to look at the very uh, re just distance yourself a little bit. Don't react on the emotion. Right. We, we calm down and to, you know, this principle apply for both men and women, yes, I would I say. Think so. <laughs> I mean, so the only thing a woman tends to be more emotional or self-conscious about other people's criticism, uh, react on it faster than uh, men. I, that's my observation, I, maybe. I, maybe. I think uh, men so, are just trained to, um, trained to keep their emotions down. I think men... Probably, if they were not trained to do that, would probably do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I think uh, men tends to be, even they are emotionally upset, maybe they don't show. Uh, yeah. So, but I think uh, this is something very critical. When you be manager, the human side will be very important. And also, decipher people, uh, the underlying uh, language is also important. Uh, sometimes this is like a nonverbal cue uh, is a, sometimes very hard for me also. Um, but, you know, when you pay attention and you keep a practice on it, it became a little bit better and better. So I would say at any age, at any time, you can learn. It's un 
continue learning uh, how to decipher people, how to understand people's motivation. And this is still um, learning. (laughs) So uh, I'm just encouraging everybody to learn things every day to make your, um, you know, job better. And, uh, and also it's good to have uh, somebody is your mentor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this mentor topic is a very, uh, you know, touchy. And uh, I think, you know, um, Sheryl Sandberg have the book Lean In. I read his, her book, and uh, she talked about this mentor thing is very much true. And, you don't really want to seek a mentor only one direction. And if the mentor uh, is, you have to be both ways. You want to get some advice from somebody, but you also want to help the the person to mm. do their job maybe. So this is a personal relationship is very important. In my career, I think I did have a couple of mentors and uh uh, right now, I would say, you know, my my husband right now is a service as my mentor. Uh, <laughs> everything. If I have a big conflict, I have a, like a political situation at work. Yeah. I, I usually go home and and describe the situation to him, and he give me his perspective, and and I that's make me also react a little bit slower. You know, I know my fault. My fault is actually I react too fast. You know, I have uh, prob. I mean, I'm a very, uh, you know, uh, I'm a fast reaction type of person. I'm yeah. execution type of character. Mm-hmm. If you give me a problem, I want to solve it and move forward. Um, but that sometimes uh, to people, you could be reacting wrongly. So right now I'm saying, okay, I don't react now. I go back home and uh, talk about it and and then I come back to solving it if you know things are very touchy. So yeah. this is something um, give me uh, give me some confidence. Certainly some of your friend, especially your coworker is better than husband or wife that kind of role because husband and wife don't observe instinctually what you how you behave. And if you have a work a place, have a coworker, and uh, uh, sometimes if you give each other feedback, sometimes you, you actually learn quite a bit more. Yeah. And and uh, he or she will say, "Hey, you didn't say this right," and and uh, if you say it in a different way, maybe better results. Actually, you can learn much faster. Uh, this way, um, but I don't have a permanent uh, person at my work can give me honest feedback on how I deal with the things. But I sometimes soliciting uh, people give me some feedback and make some friends give me some feedback. So um, this is really, you know, um, it's good to yeah, give that, you some feedback. That's mm. certainly great advice. You are currently re- leading the memory design um, mm-hmm. At San, uh, Western Digital now that Sandisk has yes. been acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what's what's on the horizon? I mean, I can buy a terabyte of uh, NVMe disk these days. But <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. uh, but what's what's so, next on the horizon? So this, uh, you know, um, in, in technically we want to be the data infrastructure company. That okay. means. Uh, you have lots of data mm-hmm. and where you're going to store, how you're going to store it. 
And uh, from me, uh, for me, and um, I think, um, you know, we we want to design the best chip, uh, saving power area, and you know, latency. This is always the you know challenge for design. Right. But I always, uh, you know, I'm the person. I like innovation. Mm-hmm. I think innovation is a foundation. We can seek a new road ahead. Sometimes. Yeah. You, you just don't see what's ahead. So I think there is in the data area, especially, uh, you know, um, there is too much data. Mm-hmm. So you're moving the data very slowly. I mean, right. people joking about, you know, Google moving the data before using the wire transmission. Right now, they just take their hard drive and put in a truck and uh, <laughs> move it to the new location. <laughs> so data movement is very, very, uh, very difficult. So we need to take a responsibility to to see how we can crunch the data better. And AI is coming, 5G is coming. That means we're gonna have more data, but we're also gonna have more intelligence into the data. So mm-hmm. my goal of you know looking at the, you know future uh, research uh, topics is how can we uh, move data less and uh, crunch the data locally. And we're certainly going to build more and more capacity for the for the flash, mm-hmm. and for maybe we also have HDD now. But the data is heavy. I always call data is heavy because data is moving them too. It's very hard. Yeah. So how can we move in the critical data, but leave the the non-critical data behind? Mm-hmm. So that's we need a more intelligence built into this. Drive in the future, I would say the drive also have some intelligence mm. and sorted out the data. Prima, I mean, sorted out the data instead of giving everybody the heavy data and uh, giving all the data out is not a good solution. So my, I'm foreseeing we build more intelligence into the mem- into the storage. So process data, crunch data locally, and we could have a lot more new application. Uh, either cloud or edge, it uh-huh. uh, doesn't matter. Even you know, transmitting the data to cloud is difficult. So sometimes we have to do local processing. So yeah. I'm uh, looking forward. It's uh, still lots of things to be done. It's, yeah. uh, although you know the the memory, the the flash itself is getting you know um, mature. Yeah. But there's uh, so much things to do on the system level and solving the future big data problem. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a great thing that I, I hadn't thought of this before. But you know, if you're um, the biggest bottleneck is still on a on a computer or a, or a server, is still the disk mm-hmm. access is probably mm-hmm. still the slowest yes. part. So if yes. you can, if you don't have to transfer as much data out of the mm-hmm. out of the disk, it's it's a it's a big win everywhere. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, you're you're doing all this work. You're um, you're you're managing a large team. Uh, do you have any time for fun? Oh yeah, um, I'm a really think you know work is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> so uh, you know you cannot stress yourself out uh, with the uh, with uh, like a project assignment. So my stress relief is uh, exercise. I exercise every day, and uh, I do uh, lots. Of, I mean, I do running. Uh, if I don't have time, if I have some time, I do some yoga and do some other exercise. Uh, but overall, it's, uh, you know, I, I feel keep yourself healthy is important. And, and also, 
that's also prevent you to get stressed out. Uh, if you keep working, 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 and that's give you very, sometimes you, you could uh, feel really burnout. out. But how you really stretch yourself to have endurance, I, I think, uh, you know, this is important uh, that to be healthy and uh, make yourself uh, have, I, I heard the long distance running is probably the, the endurance building or perseverance building for all the senior executives. So uh. <laughs> uh, I, I think, uh, you know, it's a good exercise also and build your endurance, build your, you know, uh, character uh, in some sense. So I, I don't, do, uh, you know, on the weekend, we usually go hiking and uh, I have a group of friends always go hiking so we I can catch up with them, uh, you know, their daily life and, and uh, also very healthy and appreciate nature. And uh, my hobby mostly just uh, lots of uh, outdoor, ex- uh, you know, uh, exercise or uh, hiking. I also like to read books. Mm-hmm. So if I do exercise myself, I usually listen to audiobooks. And learning is uh, my passion. And yeah. I learn everything. Recently, I, 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 I listen to lots of history books uh-huh. like uh, – um, I, I didn't study history that that well when I was young, so yeah. I'm making up for it. So <laughs> not- I was a study the some Greek history, or yeah. um, it's uh, interesting. And yeah. there's lots of audio books and online. And uh, when you do some exercise, you can also when you're driving, you also can listen to uh, books. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I picked up uh, in the U.S. And they, I, I always think that the history books in you know, high school were not that great. So they um, they were kind of boring. I never liked the history in high school. But once you read the books that are more in-depth, it, things start making sense and it's much more interesting. Yeah. Well, Dr. Lee, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you. Thank you.